Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Today, I would like to continue our conversation about energies and how they are present in people. Um, and uh, today, I want to talk to you about earth element. How would you describe a person that has a dominating earth energy? Um, sure. So somebody who has, who, who is an earth element, human, is stable, first and foremost. Again, we're talking about a very well-integrated energy, right? So they would tend to be stable. They would tend to be reliable. They would tend to be honest and trustworthy. Um, they, they actually value integrity a lot. So they value people who don't have, who do what they said they were going to do, who are reliable. Um, your earth element folks tend to be very loyal. Um, they tend to be the steady horse that wins the race. They're not, they don't like to rush. They're very deliberate. They like planning things. They like when, you know, things have like a very, like the, the clear beginning, middle and end. Um, they like um, knowing where they're going. And like, they like in general, the more clarity, the better for them. Um, so they they would do a lot and they would go to great lengths to get clarity. Um, and they actually are very uncomfortable in situations of uncertainty, right? Um, or w- when they have to get outside of their comfort zone, when they have to like, um, like learn a new skill or somehow put themselves out there, that is not necessarily their level of comfort, right? So they like routine, like routine for them. I mean, I know for some, for some, for some folks, routine is like, oh my God, like what? But for the earth folks, they like predictability. They're, you know, from that standpoint, like they, they like following a particular rhythm, right? And they like that that rhythm is the same day in and day out. And they're very meticulous about planning their day. They like waking up at a certain time. They like going to bed at a certain time. It's like, you know, their weekends are quite consistent. They like consistency. They thrive on consistency. Um, they like things that are cyclical um, in, in nature. That like, they're, like it's a pattern that they could repeat, right? So for instance, like, I mean, like somebody that is like an earth element would prefer to watch a TV series as opposed to like a one-off movie because like, well, if I'm into this TV series, like I know it's on TV, like on Tuesdays at this time. And I know that I'm always going to get a certain emotional feeling out of it for them. Like a, picking a movie, like a standalone is like a gamble. And they're like, well, do I really need to go there? Or can I just watch friends? Cause like, I know friends is going to give me this like quick laugh. 
So they're very, um, they're, I mean, I would even say like risk averse, right? So they like predictability. They like stable jobs, right? They like, like their idea of a perfect career is not necessarily like hopping from a company to a company to a company and, and like growing in terms of like rank and title. They um, appreciate, uh, you know, a stable paycheck that is reliable, a company that's not going to go out of business, where they feel needed and appreciated. And that's a big one, right? Um, they're actually sincerely very helpful, right? These are the people that, like your your earth elements, are the ones that are naturally in tune with the everybody else. But whereas water people are in tune with the emotions of others earth people are like in tune with the physicality of others and what i mean by that is somehow deep down inside the earth people know that we all come from like the same place and we're all going to go back into the same place right so inherently they understand that you know we are part of that one big organism so they don't like they don't necessarily always treat other as other but they kind of are more prone to thinking of others as like like an extension of themselves. And that actually goes for other living things, not just humans. So, you know, very often earth elements are going to be more um, humane with animals, you know, or plants or even other people. So like, you know, you're naturally, you know, like these people that are just like helping everybody else all the time and not necessarily asking for anything in return they have this like helper complex very often they're 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 earth people um and and the reason the reason they do that is not because they're trying to get something out of it it's it's like their inherent impulse of, of like who they are like they they have this need to help others they're also very communal from that perspective right so very often earth people would like they actually don't handle loneliness very well like they're not your loners they're not your lone wolves. Like hermit lifestyle, not for them. Not for them. Um, they're, they want communities. They want their tribe. They want their like little village. They are very family oriented. You know, they need people around. Um, they have like a really, really good family value. So like out of all the other elements, these people are less prone to divorce, for instance. Um, or to like living their children or like like giving their child to an orphanage because again they feel like very connected to to the things that they're a part of or that they you know create or produce right so it's it's that like wholesomeness um, and just again like comes back to integrity and and who they are and um, with them like what you see is what you get they tend to be um, honest. You know, they don't have, like, they don't put on the mask. In, in fact, they don't do too well with, with people that do put on a mask. So earth people would not uh, be your, um, would not make great politicians <laughs> hmm. or, or, you know, lobbyists or any of that, because like, they're not into politics. And I, by that, I mean, like, not, not in the sense of like elections in the U.S., but I mean, like, like corporate politics or you know, trying to get ahead by like cheating or like just being like shrewd and, you know, like that's not their game. They're not like so not interested in that. Um, and because they've never been interested, like they would never use like 
NLP, neuro linguistic programming, or any of those like tricks. That's like not their thing. Um, they're really just um, um, like things that are predictable and at face value, and and that's what they um, what they're comfortable around. Um, they could also be very nurturing. So that's uh, the one thing about the um, Earth folks is they're extremely patient. So this is the most patient type, right? So they're not in a rush. And so very often they are able to build big things, but only because like it's fine. Like they could literally stay in the same job for like 60 years and not feel like they're missing out. Uh, and they would be like, or like, you know, they could... It, say they retired and, and they bought a house or whatever and, and and they could like work 12 hours a day building out their like little garden and making it all like really really wholesome and perfect and like put like the next 10 years of their life all day every day into making this garden just like the like state of the art like where everything is thought of and, like everything is operational and everything is seamless and just works it's not it might not be the fanciest garden but it's always like it's going to be just pristine and every single thing is going to have a meeting and the reason why and a function right hmm. and they just really stick around with things very well like your earth people are so stable like they're never just going to pick up the hobby and then drop it tomorrow they're going to like stick around and like you know meticulous and like get really really good at it eventually that's why very often earth earth folks actually reached achieved true mastery in things Whereas other others are just like too impatient for that. But at the same time, on the flip side for Earth people, because they're so risk averse, for them to even take on a new hobby, they'd like think a hundred times before doing that because it's a commitment. Everything is a commitment. They're like, do I do I not want to commit to that? Is that mm. too much to commit to? Even going out for dinner sometimes is like a commitment for them. You know? So they're not necessarily your best like decision makers or fast decision makers. They also don't do very well under pressure or when you like expect like a rapid fire response from them. They can get, get like very taken aback. Like if you need a quick decision from them. Oh my God. Like, you know, sometimes like this, um, um, sometimes they have these movies or whatever, like this like love story where it's like the man and the woman like are best friends. And then this guy is like in love with a girl for like 10 years, but would not tell her. It's probably the earth sign. Huh. It's too risky. Because <laughs> what if she says no? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're just so extremely comfortable with the status quo that sometimes like they would just not have even make a move. That's your t like typical, typical earth sign. Like or, or earth uh, person. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So it would be their shadow side right well i mean it, it, it um I, I don't know i haven't gotten to the shadow side but yes i guess we, we can talk about the shadow side also but also the interesting part is they would always 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 make the best foster parents because for them like i'm not a foster parent like you're mine right i don't care that i'm not like actually like your father mother but like you're 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 adopted or whatever like they'll make like the best adoptive parents as well um, shadow side is they're slow yeah like I mean they're not they don't handle stress in in like that rapid like speed they don't handle speed very well like rapid change or if like for somebody like that gets laid off right or fired 
like it might it might take them a while to come to terms with like what they were doing wrong because from their perspective they were honest and hardworking and did all the right things but why did they get fired right so it could take the earth sign you know out of their comfort zone uh and i say sign but i, I don't i don't mean that as an astrological sign but the earth energy you know out of their comfort zone um, they're also not necessarily like, depending on whether you consider that a shadow or not, um, you know, they don't go for big, big ambitious goals. They're just not ambitious. Right. Um, so they wouldn't do that per se. Um, they're not that adventurous in the first place. So like very often the earth person would not want to travel at all. Like, you know, they, they might be in their fifties and they've never traveled past, past like the neighbor the neighboring city or town um very often and that is a big shadow they settle they're really unfortunately really good at settling and and just staying in in a situation that is not good for them but they like they they're quietly suffering but they would stay there for a while and that could be a marriage that is toxic for instance but they would like just suffer like suck it up and stay there a job that they hate or they they know it's not making them happy, they would stay there, you know. Or, you know, they, they would also, like, somehow, they always, always, always end up with all these extra responsibility because they tend to be yes people. And then there's something about this earth energy that just makes them want to be so nurturing and forgiving and just, like, take on more than they can carry. So it would be, you know, the type of person that always ends up doing more on the group project, always ends up helping their coworkers at the expense of their own sanity and their own working hours. They're like the yes people. No boundaries. Real bad boundaries. Right? Like they would stay three hours longer a day to make a coworker happy or to make their boss happy. And like they would do that consistently. So they're really, really bad at standing up for themselves, speaking up. Not great at all. In fact, they're much more prone to holding their emotions like inside, right? For as long as possible. And I mean like, oh my God, because this is such a patient uh, archetype, they can hold on to something for a decade. Like a fire sign would have flipped out in three days. These people are like, you know what? I'll wait another nine years and <laughs> 362 days. Like that is, you know, and that's why, the, so the, because of that, the evolution of the earth types is also quite slow just because they're, they're just too good at coping, hmm. too good at swallowing everything that's being thrown their way, right? They're just almost too patient sometimes. And, you know, if only they were to step up for themselves and if only they said, you know, enough's enough, they could be living much happier, more fulfilled lives in general. Hmm. So whereas, you know, um, your, your water people uh, sometimes get into the victim, like suffering archetype, they, they get into the victim archetype a lot because like that, that's the emotional water. Um, your, your, your earth folks might get into the martyr archetype, you know, like they, they would bring themselves and, you know, uh, you know, to be crucified. They're like, yeah, sure, just crucify me as long as you like everybody else is happy. And 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 that martyrdom is 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 not healthy. Huh. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. That, that's a lot. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Okay. And uh, like talking about, again, maybe foods or things that support or help bring Root balance. vegetables uh, are something you definitely want to have in your diet um, to have the most balanced, healthiest um, earth element, right? So your carrots, um, you know, you, pretty much any root vegetable, you, can, you can't go wrong. Um, and um, yeah, mm, warmer foods also help. Grains are really, really, really good. So all types of, you know, however you can imagine grains, like boiled uh, in, in, in a porridge format, in, in uh, pastries, anything. Like um, that is actually a really, really good comfort food. And it helps balance those energies. Um, uh, water is good, um, including wa- like warm and, and 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 cold doesn't really matter. If you're feeling malnourished, right? If you're feeling like um, if you give 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 and not not like you feel you always have to give and not enough receive um, for the earth types water is actually exceptionally soothing and warm drinks like teas and oh, hot, hot cocoa so you definitely want to make sure that you're you're drinking a lot of liquids to nurture yourself um i know this is not a food per se but gardening is exceptionally healing as an activity and as a hobby and anything you can grow yourself is going to make wonders for your health and well-being and in general your happiness level so earth types are the ones that would benefit the most from eating the food that they've grown more so than any other type. And by the way, this is healthy for everybody, but like this like true like feeling of contentment and belonging and presence and happiness and satisfaction, um, no other type is going to get out of gardening com- like compared to the earth type. Um, so they're like gardeners at heart. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, that would probably be my best pointers. Hmm. And, uh, now I'm thinking is that it seems like there are certain occupations, right? That people would gravitate to, right? Yes. Based, based on this. Yes. And, uh, I wonder if, like, for example, if you know your type and you know that you came to kind of keep perfecting this type you would choose a specific occupation yes right yep uh just you if you could do you want me to go uh around occupation by each type for each type or just for earth oh i would yeah maybe check earth in this case yes yeah sure so earth is actually fairly um it's fairly diverse because anything that you can do with your hands is perfect for the earth types so any type of craftsmanship any type of working on the land like farming obviously is very good um you know the smith like pretty much all blue color occupations are really really good for earth people um anytime you can help others is a good occupation for you, which is a very general way of saying anything from doctors and nurses to teachers to um, um, 
I don't know, uh, folks in the service industry, like concierge, you know, uh, waiter, um, any of those, like when you, when you have to interact with people or animals, like a veterinarian, you know, anything that has to do with like helping other living beings, um, is exceptionally good. Some types of research is really good for the, for, for, for the earth people, just because they have so much patience and they really are really good at focusing on one task and bringing it to fruition. And very often, like, you know, life changing research would take decades of somebody's life. So that's why earth folks uh, are very well positioned for something like that. Um, something that requires organization and, and good organizational skills, but not necessarily in the moment, like not necessarily like if, like high pressure event planning. But something that is like maybe like an operations for a company where you have to be deliberate about how you build things and optimize things, right? So they're really, really good at optimizing things and, and you know, making sure that the ecosystem functions together properly because an earth type is going to be able to factor in all the different aspects of the ecosystem and make sure that they, they um, feed into each other cohesively as opposed to, you know, um, taking away from the balance of the whole. So I think that those would be really, really good occupations for, for the earth types. Hmm. Does it also mean that there are countries that have like m bigger population, yes. like bigger percentage that yep. is presented, right? That is precisely right. Hmm. That's Birds so of a feather stick together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you live in the country of fire and you're earth you may want to maybe travel somewhere yep there you have more earth people right yep to to feel uh kind of in the community right correct that's so interesting wow okay and it doesn't have to be whole countries but it's it's communities too right like around like certain villages or cities like you know they they tend to accumulate by by type yeah maybe regions right mm -hmm. yeah in 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 the country that's so cool okay yeah. uh, <laughs> like wine wine making as a business is very earthy for instance like if all your whole wine countries are like very earthy people yeah yeah huh wow like hello napa and you know yeah <laughs> okay and um what Tuscany. would what what would be the state of um imbalance for this people and what yeah like uh, not having boundaries not sitting up to themselves like being yes people that is a state of imbalance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and uh also i don't know but a lot of them have issues around motivation oh like wh when you need to like make a big change in your life around like standing up for yourself or stop like when you don't want to settle like getting out of something that is like a toxic situation they lack motivation or courage should i say to do that and so for that they would actually need to work with a fire element because that's their hurt courage right oh, uh -huh. so for earth they're missing one of the two they're either missing a fire or they're missing a water so if they're missing the water element they're undernourished they're they're like they feel like um their output is greater than the the input right um, and by the way, it's funny, but like earth people are really good at nourishing and nurturing everything else around themselves, but not always great at nurturing themselves. So they always put themselves last, which is a big no, no. Right. 
So that's for those types of people, they need more water element in their life. If they're lacking motivation or they're stuck in a, in a, in a very bad situation, they've just been handling it and coping and coping and coping and all of a sudden like they're kind of ready to just be done with it and like make a move, but they're looking courage, they need to work with a fire element and bringing in the fire element and cultivating it, you know, and um, nurturing that fire element within. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you give us meditations yeah. for that? Yeah, of course. All right. So um, the meditations, um, the meditations are very self-explanatory, but um, I'm happy to walk you through, um, walk you through them. So, okay, for the water, um, here's what we can do. Um, imagine, um, so again, just as, as a refresher, right? If you're really bad at nurturing yourself and always take care of others first, um, and that is causing you to be depleted because you have taken care of everybody, like your husband, your wife, I don't know, your, your children, your parents, your boss, your best friend, the best friend of that best friend. And then you thought of yourself, you have a problem, Houston, and it's time to fix it. And that problem is called the absolute lack of, of nurturing yourself. So again, the remedy for that is water. So you want to imagine that you have your own personal water capsule. Um, the capsule can be any shape that you want it to be. It can be a pyramid shape. It could be um, an octagonal, like anything that you want. But it could also be a sphere just for the sake of simplicity. Um, so you want to enter like, okay. And, and the, so like it's a capsule, right? Um, in, in a particular shape inside of it, it's filled with water, but not just any water. Imagine that it's filled with water that is made just for you. So you know how water has like different minerals and micro elements and it can be charged and like the pH could be different. So let's just say the water has multiple different characteristics, right? Depending on the water. Um, the type of water inside of this capsule was made by the universe as a particular match to what you need, right? Imagine that inside of this capsule, every little molecule of that water is matched to your level of vibration. And it is a perfect response to a request that you've been setting out in the universe for more nurture, more, uh, you know, nourishment, right? So imagine kind of like opening the door or like, you know, some of these capsules are closed with a zipper actually. So you can unzip and like walk inside, right? And as you walk inside, you can close the zipper behind you or the door behind you, right? And as you're in this capsule, you can sit in the lotus pose in the middle of this capsule, or you can just remain standing, whatever feels right for you, right? And you want to imagine like, and um, that the water molecules right, that are floating around, like this is a water capsule, but like all these molecules are kind of like floating around. Imagine that these molecules start getting attracted to the surface of your body so, because you're like a magnet, right? And so they like these little droplets of water start covering your whole body from the tip of your toes to the top of your he head, right? And you're covered with like these baby, baby, baby water molecules. Um, and then at one point in time, uh, you're able and willing to receive all of those baby molecules, all of these water droplets 
inside of your body. So it's almost like you want to see your pores opening up, right? Your body starts to breathe. And as it's breathing in and out with your own breath, you want to start um, allowing these little droplets to enter your body. And as they enter your body, right? They, each of these droplets belong somewhere. You don't know, you, you're not, you know, maybe you're not realizing it, but each of these droplets has a house, like a home within your body. And each of these droplets starts being attracted to magnetized into that particular spot where it's missing right now, right? And so you just want that process, you want to allow and enable that process. You want to enable it to happen naturally for you, right? Don't force it. Don't feel like you know better, but allow each of the droplets of this life-giving water to find its own place and nurture you in a way that only that little molecule can, right? So literally allow it to find its match and its place within you, right? And and, and literally that that is kind of like how, how you want to bring the element of water. For those of you that are really, really depleted, you want to repeat that process at least once or two more times as you're in the capsule. The beauty of this capsule is it's going to give you as much water particles as you need because it keeps manufacturing water as you keep taking it. So you like if, if, if you still feel depleted after going through one round of these, go through another one and another one and another one, right? So you just want to keep integrating, integrating, integrating into that water as if it's almost like as if you're a soil, right? And that soil needs needs water to be nurtured so that things can start growing out of that soil. So that this becomes a fertile soil. So that is how you would work with a water element. Nice. Okay. All right. And and now we want to work with a fire, right? Yes. Well, um, now we can do something artistic. I don't know. Imagine that you're in the middle of the desert, right? Um, and let's imagine that it is the night in the desert, if you will, uh, because why not? And we get to have fun with these meditations and imagine that, um, as everything is starting to cool off, you set up a fire in the middle of this desert to keep you warm in the middle of the night, right? Because it gets really cold in the desert too, in the night. And so that fire is burning really, really bright. And it's growing, right? There is the, um, the wind, the slight wind. And so it is really feel, feeding and fueling that fire, right? And so you see that flame becoming larger and larger and larger. And eventually it reaches up to your height and even, even above your height, right? So it's this humongous fire, but you're not afraid of it uh, because it's just like the perfect level of warm for you it's not burning you it's not too hot right and by the way you have to pay attention to what color of this fire it is and and, and you can make it any color you want because just like the other water was made specifically for you this fire is made specifically for you which means it can be any color that you're lacking today it can be a red fire it can be a yellow fire it can be an orange fire or it can be a blue fire if Honestly, it could be green, it could be purple, whatever fire you intuitively know that you're missing, just pay attention to whatever color comes through in this fire and and allow it to be that fire for you. And if it's purple, let it be purple. If it's orange, let it be orange, right? So you want that fire to burn bright. 
And then when you feel ready, you want to step right in the middle of that fire, right? You're going to step right in the middle of that fire and just stay, stay there as the licks of the flame of that fire are um, enveloping you from all, you know, from all around, right? And the fire is becoming thicker. So as you are standing within, right? Um, it's almost hard to see anything other than that fire. So you really feel cocooned in this fire of energy. And what you want to imagine is a spiral. Imagine that this fire now is turning into a spiral, right? And that spiral first is starting to move in a clockwise manner around you, right? Around your body, right? Faster and faster and faster. And if, as that happens, this spiral now is able to enter the inside of your body, um, right at your tailbone. So right kind of like in the lower chakra area, which is where, where your root chakra is, your red chakra is, um, which is, um, you know, the house of low dimensional fire in your body. So you want that fire to fuel your root chakra first. And then what you want to do is you want to enable that fire to go up one chakra at a time, leaving the trace and maintaining, or um, should I say claiming the territory, claiming the presence in, in each of your chakras, right? So you want to enable that fire to go up in a spiral from your root chakra to your sacral, your orange, to the solar plexus, your yellow, to the heart center, your green, to the blue center, your throat, right? And, you know, you can even go to the, 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 the two higher chakras as well, your third eye and, and your crown, right? But you could also just stop at your throat because, you know, generally speaking, um, um, for, for you, for earth elements, um, the fire would be lacking in the five lower chakras. Um, and, and Or should I say that that fire is going to mostly impact your day-to-day -day life. So that is the number one thing that you would want to fix. Yeah. And then uh, when you're done, what I recommend is you cover each of these baby fires in all of your chakras with a little dome, like a little cloche, like the little um, glass um, top, right? You don't extinguish the fire because that would be the exact opposite of what we came here to do, frankly. Um, you want to keep that fire in, but you want to keep it contained because if the fire is not contained within your body, all kinds of disbalance situations could happen. And we would like to avoid that if we may, right? And so each of these fires, just like imagine going chakra by chakra by chakra and just covering each of these baby fires uh, with um, a glass dome, right? And containing that fire. And remember that whenever you require access to that fire, you know, you would always have access to it, right? It's always available to you as an energy. Hmm, that's so cool. So, and this fire... There is one more thing. Can I say something? Mm -hmm. It's a little bit etheric, but I, I, I guess everything that we talk about is etheric, so who cares? Um, for earth element, it's really important for you to imagine, right, as, as you're going through this exercise, that in your mind's eye that you are like, um, like if you were to imagine yourself as a natural landscape, um, say you're like a field or a forest or whatever, right? Um, as you go into imagining, like if I was a natural landscape, what would I look like? You know, try answering that question. 
and do like a quick diagnostic, you know, uh, you know, as you go, as you ask that question and, and you go into a meditative state, what do you see, right? Like, do you see the field? Do you see a garden? Do you see a city? You know, you could see whatever. Um, there's no wrong answer, but what you want to make sure is that there's always a sun shining in your little natural landscape situation, right? You want to make sure the sun is not obstructed by the clouds. You want to make sure it's not raining. You want to make sure it's not winter time. You want to make sure that it's summer and the sun is up there in the sky and shining on you, right? That is for those people that want to make sure that they have the courage and they want to have the confidence to either change a particular circumstance in their life or move on to bigger and better things, right? When the people that feel stuck that happen to be the earth element. Because very often, if you have an issue with a fire element, that means that in your kingdom, whatever the kingdom looks like, the sun is not shining. So it is paramount and important that you bring the sun back into your proverbial kingdom, right? Literally pl plaster th that sun into the sky and enable it to shine. And that is like another practice, like really quickly that you could do to fix your relationship with the fire element. Hmm. And um, this practice meditation uh, will help you to make a decision and take some action, right? So what it would help is it would start balancing out the lack of fire energies in your body. And over time, yes. That, um, that courage is going to be accumulated. Mm -hmm. And uh, how often should you do this? It depends on how much, how much you are lacking in the department. Uh -huh. And is there a way to see like the level or kind of? Yes, obviously. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine that um, there is like a, a lap tube, right? And you can always like an empty lap tube that is, you know, filled with fire energy as it relates to how much fire you have in your body and that and you can see exactly like how how much of the lap tube that fire is taking is it 10 percent 20 percent 30 percent you know roughly um the length of that tube is generally 100 percent and the length of that tube generally represents your energetic potential in that department so you can do a quick diagnostic of four elements in your body just through this simple exercise. It doesn't have to just be fire, right? You can look at the four test tubes and designate each of them as an element. And you can say roughly exactly where you are in terms of percentages for each of these elements. And you could, you know, have meditations around adding the ones that you're lacking. Mm. Uh, some It is possible that some of these test tubes are going to have stuff spilling out of them. And, and that is when you have too much of something, you can have too much of water. That would mean that you're over like too emotional, right? And have too much fire. That would mean that you're like potentially too prone to uh, outbursts of, I don't know, anger or just rage or something like that. Right. So you want to make sure that you, you like your ideal situation is like, um, a test tube that's filled like a lap tube that is completely full but not overflowing and not underflowing mm, i see okay and um, when you or like if you choose to do some parts work and work with your shadow side as soon as you kind of integrate one of your shadow 
uh, sites, you're gonna automatically get either water or fire. Well, you're gonna get whatever energy you've been working on that was right. a shadow. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the, you can get it through the meditation or you can get it by working with your shadow side. Correct. Mm -hmm. Got it, that makes sense. Awesome. All right, thank you so much for sharing this information with us today. And uh, now I'm going to end this session. Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a suggestion for a topic we should explore in the future, please email us at hello at conversationswithmyhigherself.co. If you resonate with our message, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this episode with your friends. The world is going to be better off for it. With much love, Maria and Sergey.